0: Today's episode is about something that I have a little bee in my bonnet about. I thought I'd share it with you. This is episode 12, Let It Go Snowflake. You see, I live in the snowflake capital of the world. In fact, I sometimes think it's ground zero for snowflakes. And it's really hard for me to figure out what's wrong with these people. A couple things come to mind, and I thought I'd share them with you. First and foremost, it seems like it's the very lack them having a sense of humor. It seems to be the foundation for their inability to not be driven by their emotional overlord that is, by all means, taking over their brain. Second, they think their feelings are the most important thing to everyone, and the most important thing in the world, at least to them. After all, how could it not be? I mean, just think about it. I wonder how tormented they really are when they overthink every little thing that happens to them in the course of the day and they're always searching for that emotional band aid. Third, they just simply lack a connection to people, or by all means, maybe a connection to anything except themselves and their feelings. I'm sure they must have secret meetings held in these velvet-lined rooms that they sit on mid-century sofas and they drink their chai lattes and they discuss how much better they are than the rest of us. It has to be that. I mean, here in Portland, they are everywhere. Lord forbid you tell someone a joke and they overhear it. I mean, they must monitor everything within 25 feet of them and they report it to their weekly meetings. They post a message about it on their Facebook group for the emotionally stunted, and of course, they'll tell on the person who told the joke to whoever pretends to listen to them whine and complain about it in the middle of them whining and complaining about everything else. If everyone in the room is enjoying a brief moment of humor and they're laughing, it it all of a sudden will make a snowflake's hands sweat, their blood pressure rises, and their mouths become so dry they can barely swallow. I'm not sure how we got here. Comedians have stopped booking shows at colleges in fear of it. Employers now have to pay for pre-employment videos that you have to watch that are about it. And they have somehow convinced the masses that this is a problem for everyone. Newsflash The only real problem is we didn't tell them to grow up when they were younger, or not even today, or to get over it, or perhaps maybe go play a quick game of hide and go fuck yourself. The world is crazy, it's always been crazy. And it seems to get worse every year. Maybe that's just because I'm getting older and these things that have bothered me for a long time or some of these new things I find useless. Maybe I should start a club called the R-O-F-Y-F, the Royal Order of Fuck Your Feelings. I, for one, have decided to no longer be concerned with those that suffer from E-E, emotional elitism. If I do offend someone, I hope they inform me immediately because my next statement will be, well, you're really not gonna like what I have to say now. Don't get me wrong. I never go out of my way to hurt someone's feelings, but it happens. By all means, my sense of humor is blunt. It's dark and sometimes it's, yes, inappropriate. Do you think Red Fox, Sam Kennison, Richard Pryor, or Lenny Bruce would even be alive? today or be allowed to be alive. They probably not. Not if the snowflakes had their way. This guy, Jimmy Carr, he's about as funny as a comedian could be. And yes, his humor is dark, but he tells jokes about everyone and everything. It's fair game, so to speak. And after all, he's a comedian and it's just humor. I really wonder what these people will be like as they get to be 40, 50, or 60. They seem meek and sneaky to me. They aren't able to say anything to the person's face who's offended them, and sometimes they are, and I've found them to be kind of cry bullies. They will roll their eyes or make some kind of face, or they'll run off to sulk. And They do excel at the fine art of passive aggressiveness, and in fact, they could teach master classes about it. I wonder what their parents are like. Maybe they should have heard this statement when they were younger. I'll give you something to cry about when they were five. I don't even think it's something that can be changed or fixed now without getting years of help from counseling. But then again, they already know everything except how to get along with others. If everyone didn't tiptoe around these crybabies... Maybe it helped them to learn to be responsible to the bigger picture of understanding you don't have to like everything or agree with everything in life. And some things can rub you the wrong way, but they don't cause real harm. But they will, until that time, continue to bitch, moan, and cry. I do feel sad for them in a way, but I, for one, am not going to bow down to their pettiness for their need to be right about their feelings being the most important thing, and I'm not going to play the game of them being victims because their feelings got hurt. When it comes down to it, humor is kind of like porno. Some people find some things humorous, and some people find other things humorous. and It's like porno. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. If that's the case, don't watch it, plain and simple. But don't condemn others who like it. It's really simple. Now don't get me wrong, the village does have rules for a purpose and a reason. After all, anything that hurts another person, any animals, children, or any kind of abuse of any type, be it mental or physical, isn't and shouldn't be allowed. However, if it's your feelings, then maybe you should look in the mirror and ask, why does this hurt me? It's just a joke. I remember the old saying, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me. What happened to that? Words can't hurt you. I guess they can if you're so tender and unable to deal with life. You feel so uncomfortable at the drop of a hat, so to speak. In fact, come to think about it, I'm offended by anyone that finds humor offensive. And of course, most snowflakes find everything under the sun offensive because that's how they live, that's how they think, and most importantly, that's how they feel. Well, I'm sure it's not everything, it's just all the things they decide. Well, thanks for taking a few minutes, and as always, be a good human, and remember, just do the best you can. Oh, you four misguided snowflakes, winning first prize in the idiot sweepstakes. Lack of motivation and undriven. Newsflash: zero fucks given. is out of control, morons preaching from a plastic step stool, byproduct of a breeding cesspool, who's the leader of the woke, these fools are just a joke, let's dig a little deeper snowflake and unpack this. at the stake, half-baked lunatics entitled flakes, snowflake generation, aspiration of complications, lack of obligations with no reservation, we're sick of you whining crybaby bitches, displaced concepts run us off into the ditches, participation trophies, excuse me why? little baby don't you cry